Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Welcome to episode 43, guys. I'm so happy to have you back. I am starting this week's podcast reading a gorgeous review from my beautiful client, Deborah. Um, 40 episodes in is what her review has been named. I can't believe it's taken me so long to write a review. Not only have I listened to every single podcast Jess has provided, I've also been on a retreat with Jess in October and have just booked in to go on another retreat in February 2020. I have been completing Jess's online coaching modules. Amazing, by the way, life-changing if you do the hard but purposeful work. To say Jess is amazing to listen to once a week is true, but to say she's just as informative and soul-driven in person is exactly what you get. Incredible work, Jess. Keep releasing the podcast weekly. You're changing lives. Thank you, Deborah. Um, As always, I appreciate when you guys take the time to leave reviews and ratings for me. Um, So this week's a really cool topic and I'm pretty much going to dive straight into it, but I wanted to give you guys a little bit of an insight into, um, into my week. I had, I've had an interesting week and especially interesting in terms of myself and how I've been feeling about what I've been doing. So I, um, I went into my podcast app to go and check out the reviews. And for the first time kind of ever, really, I got really, uh, I mean, it wasn't really that bad to be honest, but I definitely got a little bit taken aback by a couple of the, um, the comments that were left. It was really, really interesting. I had a little bit of a negative comment left and I share this with you guys really just because, I mean, I'm sure the person who left the comment isn't going to be listening to the podcasts anymore because apparently I'm on repeat. (laughs) Um, I don't laugh. I don't laugh because it's funny. I actually, it's interesting because I had that, I had a little bit, you know, I, I suppose you'd call it a bad review come up. And as strong as I might be, I think I'm a pretty strong, resilient person, but I must say that it really, it really did, um, it for a moment there, it hit me and it upset me a little bit. And, and then there was another one that was left, which was also really, really cool. Uh, it was a nice five-star review, but I had some, I suppose, some honest feedback and, um, and whenever that happens, it's always a really good chance to reflect and to grow and to take on board what's being said. But honestly, um, whenever, whenever you do get like negative feedback or constructive criticism in life, you go through, I I do, I'm sure that everyone's kind of the same. We go through those stages where 
it kind of hurts you a little bit. And that's how I felt earlier in the week. I went to prepare the podcast. I went to start writing the content and figuring out what I, where I wanted to go with the last couple of weeks of 2019. And then I read these comments. I was actually about to go onto a coaching call with somebody and I felt it kind of knock me around a bit. And for a moment there, I definitely was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing these things anymore, which is crazy. I'm not going to stop. Um, but then I thought about it and I was like, wow, the amount of times like people have sent me negative messages on Instagram, for example, um, telling me that I'm ugly, that my eyelashes are no good, that I have ugly teeth, that they hate my freckles, that I'm up myself, (laughs) um, that my posts are whatever. Like I've had so many people that I'm a bad mum. Um, it's quite hilarious to be honest, the amount of slack that I've copped over there on my social media. And for some reason, when I was getting like the occasional, you know, negative thing come up on social media, it just didn't really affect me. I was just like block, you know, um, if people are going to be really rude and actually not see me as a human being, then that's fine. I just block them. Um, but it was interesting over on the podcast because, you know, um, to be honest, I, I really love doing the podcast. And so obviously the more people that listen, the more, the more times I'm going to have someone tell me I'm doing a bad job. Um, obviously the good reviews and the five star ratings far outweigh all of that, but, uh, it was interesting. It was interesting to see how, how my physiology and my, how my state, my mental state, my emotional state really shifted after receiving that. And I suppose my point, the reason I'm telling you this is not for a poor me pity party. I don't need anyone to say, oh, that's awful. I can't believe they wrote that about you. Why would someone be so, you know, um, why would they bother to come and give you, you know, negative feedback on, on something you do for absolute, you know, absolutely the love of it. But it was a really, really good chance for me to have a think about it and go, well, what am I doing this for? Obviously, I know what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it to help people. I'm doing this. I do this podcast so that anyone can have a little bit of positivity injected into their day. Some people will only ever listen to one episode and some will become groupies and listen to all of them. And that's awesome too. But what I realized, and um, and this was a really cool learning experience for me. What I realized is that I, at one moment there, could have allowed a couple of negative things. Like I ask you guys for reviews every week and apparently that's annoying to somebody. Um, but then I, I had this kind of moment where I was like, Oh, what? I shouldn't be asking people to support me. Ah, and then all the different thoughts went through my head, but then I thought, wow, I could potentially let one or two negative things derail the other 50,000 downloads that have, that have, you know, been so positive and that keeps growing and growing daily. So I I decided to kind of let it go, but it was a really, it was a tough little moment that I went through what I did at that point. And this might be something really useful to you because I haven't talked about this a lot and now I'm off track already, but it's all good. Um, but no, it's actually is on track. So today's podcast is named results only come from action. And so what I did was I kind of sat here at my desk and I said, 
what the fuck am I doing about this, Jess? Like you're a coach. You need to coach yourself out of this. What would you say to one of your clients? And I've got clients that, uh, you know, deal, I deal with some clients that have really large social media followings that have troll pages that have all sorts of things. I've got clients that, you know, um, that have really nasty inboxes and things that they struggle with. So it's not like I haven't dealt with this in, in, in a number of different ways, but, um, I sat here, I said, coach yourself out of it. So I started by kind of talking my way out of it and going, Jess, this is just one person. Like you don't need to let this affect you be stronger than that. Don't place energy where it's not needed, but I'm really lucky. I haven't copped a lot of negativity. And so it's still, even though I was telling myself that it still hurt me, it's still kind of, I won't say cut deep. It wasn't that awful what they said, but it got to me. And so what I did that this week is I decided to delve into a bit of journaling and I, um, I absolutely love journaling. I, I have, um, I have been doing it on and off for a long period of time. I don't do it every day, mainly because I find that sometimes when I'm doing it every day for me, it's just like, Oh, I'm going through the motions, but I have nothing to say or, or journal about. But other days I find it incredibly important to journal and the times that I find it really important are times when I feel stressed or I'm going through a situation or I need to record how I'm feeling because it's important. And so sometimes that may be when like me and my hubby have had an argument, for example, and I need to record, okay, this happened here, that happened there. I did this. This is where I could have changed or done better. This is how I felt over here. This is what's happened as a result. So that when we go through something similar in the future, I can be really aware. So what journaling really does is it helps you to become more aware of what's happening. Reflection, um, honesty, really looking at things in a really more transparent way. And so I started to journal about receiving these negative reviews and also about asking for reviews. And look, the only reason I ask for them is because the more people that know about what I'm doing and the more positive feedback, the more likely it is that I can continue doing it. Um, I don't ask for reviews just to make myself feel good. It's, it's a physically, um, well, look, it's just, it's a part of a, a strategy and a business plan. And anyone who has half a brain would know that this is, this is something I've poured, you know, so many hours into, and I love doing it, but obviously all the positive reinforcement and the reviews help. They help me, you know, move up in the, in the charts. And and what that means is that I can keep doing this for so many years. And every time I uncover new things, I can help, help share and, and just give that positive impact to more people. But as I was journaling, I had to kind of go, well, do I need reviews? Do I not? Do I want to have this? Is this streak stroking my ego? Is it not? What is it for? And so I journaled that out and I journaled around what was happening when I received these negative reviews. And so when I journal, just so you guys know, this might help you with, if you've never done journaling before, I, I always ask myself a question and then we work from there. I, we, me, I work from there. So it could have been, why did that review hurt you so much? Well, 
it hurt me because I didn't think it was very nice and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So what, uh, how, how much time are you going to allow this to take space up in your head or what can you do differently to change this, this, and this ultimately in the end, the small amounts of negativity actually helped me grow because I went, you know what? Okay. I need to, maybe I do need to refreshen up my content. Maybe I should stop asking. Maybe I shouldn't, I don't know. But what I ended up realizing, and this was my most important learning was that I needed to be very clear and intentional on why I was doing the podcast. And it was not about the positive or negative feedback I was receiving because to be honest, I don't need to read the reviews. I don't need to take feedback from anybody um, if I don't want to. And so what I'd realized, and this was a really good kind of little evolving awakening moment, was I was at one point placing validation externally. So I was looking for that validation. I am so blessed because so many of you inbox me and say, wow, that episode was great. This happened or that happened or whatever it may be. Um, and so what I had realized is that in receiving messages and in, and in receiving reviews, it was giving me some sort of external validation. And the truth is we should never work for external validation. You know, you don't lose weight to tell, to get told you look great. You lose weight to feel great and be happy within yourself. You don't like, I mean, it's nice to, for someone to say, wow, you're looking really good, but you don't do, you should never be doing anything in hope that someone will validate you. You should, you should know within yourself that you're enough and you validate yourself, which is super important. It's really, really important. So, um, in the end, it became a super positive experience. It was something that I was really grateful for those people and their honesty. And, um, what, what's happened as a result is I've got this really newfound, um, excitement for showing up not differently, but just, just having a different perspective on how I show up. And this is a long game. You know, I, I think in five years time, I'll still be doing podcasts. And, and so I see this as a long game. And then I, I started to think, holy fuck, how many hours am I going to talk on here? And what I remembered was like back in the day when I first started, there was a story around attached to every single kind of podcast that I would do. And then I think what I thought in my head was like, I've run out of stories. I've got nothing left. And then I realized that wasn't true either. <laughs> so, wow, as much as I can help other people grow, I'm growing myself exponentially by doing this and by pushing myself and by going, Jess, you can actually deliver more. And there is so much more opportunity for you to really impact these beautiful people at a higher level in 2020. Now, this is my second last podcast for the year and next, next week, I have no idea what I'm talking about yet, but I can't wait to record that one. I, I look at all the dates and I'm like, Oh wow. I might even have to on the fourth or fifth of Jan will be the first one for the year. Wow. That'll be really cool. So, um, yes, I'm really excited to, to kind of shake things up. I'm going to have a bit more of a plan next year and I'm going to roll things out 
with a little bit more structure so that there is not one single episode that you guys can, you know, really ever feel like you haven't gotten tons and tons of value from. So today's topic is results only come from action. And this is actually something that I talk a lot about in my Epic Over Mediocre module-based coaching. It's a four-week coaching system that starts on the 1st of Jan. It's only $29 to get involved. So if you are still on the fence, I highly suggest you go and grab that your, you know, your subscription to that for just $29 one-off payment. I would suggest you do it before the end of the year because Next year, it's going to go up and it's going to be, uh, well, the value of the program is 399. So it's going to be over a hundred. Let's put it that way. I don't know the price yet, but it'll be over a hundred. But, um, I talk about this in my first module, which is all about wellness and wellness in a way that you haven't really seen it be, or maybe not have heard it be talked about before, which is really around our, our mental wellness and our stability and our ability to do things, roll with concepts and take a concept and follow through with it. And so when I talk about results coming from action, this is a really great way to get into this topic. So we basically have, you know, some, some really key areas in our life, right? We have key areas that that really dictate, they dictate the, um, well, those, those key areas all need to be looked at in, in a separate way. So what I do is I, if you haven't ever done this before, a really cool way to start with the key areas is go and look up the wheel of life. Now the wheel of life is super cool because basically it helps you assess how well you're going in the different areas of life. And so you might be like, okay, well, how am I going in my relationships? And it might be, you kind of do it out of 10. So it might be, oh, I'm about a six out of 10 in relationships. And how am I going in career? Well, career is really good. I just got a pay rise and a Christmas bonus and things are going well. And I got a $20,000, you know, pay rise this year. And so career is about a nine out of 10 and I'm enjoying my work. And then you might get to your health and wellness and well-being and mindset section. And it might be like, well, out of 10 there, I've really let the ball down. I'm at about a three. And so once you do the wheel of life and you assess everything, then what that does is it drives you to then know which area needs focusing on. And what I highly suggest is whenever you're trying to make conscious change around something is instead of getting overwhelmed and instead of going into, there are so many things I need to improve about myself. I'm failing on so many levels. I am going to move into overwhelm straight away and do fuck all and nothing instead of doing something. What I encourage you to do instead is do the wheel of life, go through that process. And then once you've done that, you can then decide which area needs looking at first. And then you start to plan and reverse engineer and look at what action you're going to take. Because the thing is, is that the only way to achieve results is from taking action, but the action needs to be consistent and it needs to be long-term and it needs to be action that you have consciously planned reverse engineered and been very, very intelligent about 
deciding how you are going to take action and what results you intend to see from the action, right? So the thing is, is most people think about things before they do them. And I know that I've been guilty of this. I've been like, maybe if I just think about it enough, it'll happen. Or I'm thinking about it, but I'm not actually doing it. So I used to do that with my savings plan. I used to think a lot about saving money, but I never did it. Now that's a simple one, right? Think about it. Results only come from action. So I'd love for you to think about today, what is something that's gone on this year that you wish you could have done differently? What is something that you wish had happened or resulted differently? Now for me, I can give you a couple of examples. For me, the last few years, it's always been like we've never been able to have a holiday because we've we've never had the money set aside. So the results came from the action of saying, well, we're going to put a certain percentage away for the holiday this year. So from the start of the year to now, we've done that. We booked the holiday, we reverse engineered it, and then we came up with the plan. And the plan was, this is how much we want to spend. This is the fabulous place we want to stay in. And then literally with the week that it was due, we had enough money in that holiday account that we could just pay it, which was amazing. Um, so that's a really simple, a simple way to look at what happens when we take action. The, the thing is, is that I had a bit of a rant about this the other day on my social media. The thing is, is that a lot of people will coast through a six month, 12 month period, and they will take no action whatsoever on changing things for their future. And now with the holiday season coming and with Christmas coming and all of those things, I really want to inspire you guys to have a think about what you can do in the next week to really prove to yourself that taking action does reduce, does, just I really want you to prove to yourself that taking action does result in change. I want you guys to go, okay, what is something I can do between now and next week or between now and Christmas that can guarantee me some results, not just that I think I'd like to happen, but I'm not sure the action I'm going to take. Very, very different. So this, um, this theory is something that I think is super, super important. And, um, and I just wanted to quote now, I don't even know how to say his name, but let me give it a go. Matama Gandhi. <laughs> First name Matama. I did not, did not know how, I did not know that that was his first name, to be honest. But now Gandhi made a beautiful, beautiful quote, which was, you may, ne- you, let me start again. So this quotes by Gandhi, you may never know what results come of your actions, but if you do nothing, there will be no results. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty powerful concept. It's something that, you know, is, um, is really, really easy to take hold of but you may never know what results come out of your actions, but if you do nothing, there will be no results. So 
I said this a while back, which was if you are looking outside, if you're looking outside of yourself and saying, you know what, there's so much not going right for me at the moment. There's so much that's, that's just potentially just causing me stress. And I just can't figure out why this is happening. I feel as though the world's against me. I feel as though I'm the only one going through these struggles. I'm so sick of not having any money. I'm so sick of all this stress. I'm so sick of feeling tired and angry and this and that. Well, you've got to just ask yourself, what action am I willing to take? Because the thing is, is that the people who float around being conscious, feeling fantastic, living in states of bliss, creating abundance. And now abundance is income. It is love. It is kindness. It is presence. It is opportunity, freedom, travel, passion, abundance in many areas. Now, if you go around going, well, why is everyone else? Or why does it seem like there are so many people just having this fabo way of living. You've got to understand that they've done something you haven't yet done. That's it. The only reason people have what you want, or you don't have what you see other people having is because they have done something you haven't yet been willing to fucking do. Simple. Person with, with, you know, washboard abs probably trains more than you, definitely eats better than you. The person with savings in their account has discipline, may not have spent money on things that they don't need to spend money on. The person that has a great friendship group has cultivated that consciously, has chosen to show up for themselves, which then attracts into their life what they desire. The person with a really good relationship, trust me, will have been through the fucking ringer and back in, ter- in, in the means of getting there. They will have done the personal work. They will have figured out how to speak to their husband differently. They will have figured out how to be more appreciate, how to, how to show more appreciation. They will have chosen a better communication method. They will have stepped up to the plate in order to create that relationship. They will have read books that you haven't read. They will have done the work that you haven't done. I can tell you an example of this. Earlier this year, we were having some ups and downs. We were feeling really off with our energy. And so we were about to get onto a plane and go overseas. And I, we were traveling business class. It was pretty fabulous. Um, our clients actually had paid for us to go there for, for work, but we did actually extend it and have a holiday as well. Um, so I was like, how many books can I read in, in a 12 hour, 14 hour period on a plane? So I did have to sleep for a bit, but I got through four books on the plane. Now I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody. And I really fucking encourage you. If if you feel like I am, then you're the one who's getting triggered by something. You're the one who's got something to work through, but I made that decision to get out of my own way and to go and so deep into learning. And the first book I read was called maybe the problem is you or something to that effect. Uh, maybe it's you or something like that. Anyway, taking personal responsibility is huge. And so I really want you guys to know that. I want you guys to know that 
the people who move mountains, the people who you aspire to, the people who you look up to, they've done things you haven't yet done. They've worked hours you haven't yet worked. They have made sacrifices you haven't yet made. And so the question is, what action am I willing to take this next week to create a result I desire? Now, if that is as simple as I'm feeling very overwhelmed and stressed about Christmas and I'm doing my Christmas shopping and there's stuff everywhere and I'm running out of money and a blah, 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 then what action can you take to create a different result? Is it I'm going to get up at an hour before I normally do and in peace while the kids are asleep at crazy o'clock, I'm going to put some beautiful music on and calmly wrap my presents. So I get the result I desire, which isn't the last minute cram that I seem to do every year, or I'm going to be proactive and I'm going to go and find a place where I can get my kids babysat for a couple of hours so I can do something, or I'm feeling run down. And I'm feeling like I should have lost 10 kilos for Christmas because I want to look hot for that one day a year I go and sit in my fucking mom's lounge room, right? (laughs) I know. It's so funny. Um, I've got my beautiful dress all picked out. I love it. And I love it. I love getting dressed up, but it's funny, right? So you haven't lost the weight and you're feeling so run down and you're so tired. So what kind of action can you take there to go and get a result? I know one that would be really, really beneficial is eat more living food for the next 14 days or however long we have until Christmas. Make a commitment to yourself that you're going to drink green juice. You're going to have a smoothie. You're going to cut cut out carbs for two weeks, cut out processed sugars, eliminate most of the dairy or all of the dairy out of your meals for the next two weeks. You may not lose 10 kilos, but I guarantee you, you'll feel better. So that result is only going to come from action. Inaction will move you nowhere fast, if not backwards. Action will create a result, a very, very good result. Because what happens is when we take action on a consistent basis, after a while, that action becomes part of our makeup, becomes part of who we are. It becomes something that we're used to doing, like brushing our teeth. And then we do it every day and it becomes easy. It becomes something we don't need to think about. And then when we've ticked that one off the list and we're creating action and things are moving, we move on to the next thing, right? So cool. So if you were to cut carbs, sugar, and dairy from your diet for the next five days, the result would be you're probably going to be going to the toilet better. You'll probably slim down a little bit. You'll probably feel better. You'll have more mental clarity. If you're eating lots of plant-based food, you will probably feel sharper. You'll definitely have more energy long-term and those results are going to be great. Now, what if, what if there was an action you could take today that guaranteed you that by the end of the year, you would have created something you haven't created before. So I spoke about vision boards last week or the week before, and I know that a ton of you were like, we don't want to hear this, Jess. We actually really love our vision boarding and we don't want to hear this negative rant on, you know, the fact that it's not paying your bills. But what most people do is they either, they either do that, like they'll do the, they'll do the vision board and then take no action 
or they won't even do the vision board in the first place. So what if every day for the next, how long have we got? Let me get my calendar. Eight, it's okay. So today, release day is 22nd of December. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, nine days until the end of the year, if you're listening to this on release date. But what if for the next 10 days, you found two pictures a day that could go on your vision board and you journaled about what you want for next year? Within 10 days, you would have 20 pictures that would be ready for you to create a vision board. So instead of biting off more than you can chew and trying to take a two-hour period to go and do that stuff, you could literally create it in a short space of time really, really effectively. You guys getting what I'm saying, right? So I'm just driving you towards making that decision before the end of the year to take start taking action now. There is nothing that the new year's resolution, the new, the new decade is going to bring you when it when it turns, when the clock turns and it's the 1st of January, 2020, there is literally nothing that's going to change. Your mindset won't have changed. You might be hungover, but nothing else changes. The only thing you can dictate is the action you take and the changes you are willing to make. And why the fuck would you wait until the 1st of January to do that? It makes no sense whatsoever, right? Start right now make action now, make results happen now. I know that if I exercise twice today, I will feel better for it. That's a result based on an action. I also know that if I do nothing, I will be disappointed in myself and living in a state of disappointment with yourself is painful. It sucks ass. It's not fun feeling disappointed. It's not fun creating excuses in your head. It's not fun running stories over and over again when the truth is you're just not moving into action. That's it. There's nothing else more simple than taking action. Now, if you've got some deep, dark demons, if you've got some stuff that you know you have been living with and repeating and your stories are so ingrained that you can't get past them in your head, then you need to take huge action. You need to go and say, who can help me fix this? Who can I trust? Who do I know delivers information the way I want to hear it? Who can I trust to go and help me get over this stuff? Because sitting in a space where you're replaying bullshit stories for your whole life, where you're dealing with things that you don't need to deal with, you don't need to carry the weight of what happened when you were, you know, a child or what happened at this age. You don't need to carry the weight and the demons and the feelings of unhappiness for your whole life. You just don't need to do it. But again, the only thing that will move you towards feeling different, having a different reality, seeing things in a different light, the only thing that will give you those results is action. You must take action. You must not be scared. And this is something that I used to be I used to be so bad at myself. I used to say, it's okay, Jess. You probably don't need to do that. It's okay, Jess. Uh, We can't afford that. It's okay, Jess. Next time, next year, next time that happens. It's okay, Jess. You can have a day off today. It's okay, Jess. And I used to be really easy on myself, but deep down in the dark depths, I was so upset with myself for always scapegoating the action-based stuff that I could do. You know, I remember just making this decision last year. I was at a seminar and I 
I'm training to, you know, up level in all of my skills and becoming a licensed equilibrator next year, which means I can do these incredible breakthrough moments, um, even more intense than what I do now and shift people's complete physiology within, you know, within an hour. It's crazy. So when I decided to book that and pay that and do those things, it was like, do I do it or do I not? Do I do it or do I not? Will I sit here? Will I wait? I could probably call them on Monday. If I did not have, if I had not have taken action that minute, the, I guarantee you, and I can tell you this because it's super cool. The income I earned that, that week, I really feel, cause it was one of those weeks where I wasn't really working because I was at a seminar. I earned more that week than I've nearly earned the whole year. Uh, I mean, as in, in any other week comparable, um, I wasn't working and I believe it was because I took action. I believe that the reason that all happened was because I said, yes, take my money, didn't have the money set aside, had to create a plan. But what came from it was something very beautiful. What came from it was this abundance of income coming from other areas. And I definitely know that when you show up, when when you actually show up and even just take one small action that's positive, might be drinking the smoothie or calling someone you love or choosing kindness, really choosing kindness. I encourage this. I'm going to say this now on this podcast. I really encourage you. If you are, if you are walking into Christmas thinking, I don't love spending time with these people, I encourage you to ask yourself, how can I be absolutely full of kindness in this moment? How do I do that? Because if you're not taking small steps towards creating an abundant, positive life for yourself, an action-based, action-driven life that you know that every step you take drives you towards the gorgeousness of potential that you actually have waiting there for you. It's on a silver platter. It's not going to walk its legs over to you and say, here's your silver platter, honey. What it will do is it will sit over there over to the left, a few kilometers away. You'll be, it's in your reach, but it's still far away. Every time you do something positive, whether it's eating well, being kind, acting, acts, having acts of kindness towards the people around you, whether it's working that extra hour, saving that extra dollar, every single time you do that, you get to take one step closer to that silver platter. And then the next time you show up and you do more action, you take another step. And then another one and another one. And before you know it, you have walked the path, the hard path, the action-based path, but you've walked it. And there's the big result. There's the shiny result. One of many, there are many, many, many silver platters waiting for you. There are many results that are ready to be uncovered. But trust me when I tell you, the universe knows when you're in action and when you're not. The universe knows when to deliver abundance to people and it is only when they're taking action, when you're stagnant, when you're in excuse mode, when you're talking to yourself, telling yourself bullshit fucking stories, when you are scapegoating the work, hiding from the hard, when you're doing all of that, the universe is like, she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. We're not delivering to her. She doesn't, she doesn't get it. So they'll just keep not delivering the universe. They, whoever the universe will keep not delivering. 
It will just keep you surviving, not thriving, surviving, until you show the world, the universe, that you're ready to take action, until you do that one step forward, another step forward, another step forward, another step forward. And you get closer and you can see things happening. And, you know, the, the, the path that you walk on at first might be pretty rocky. It might be rocky and it might be hot and it might be, it might be real dusty. It might be some dog shit too on the ground. But then the more steps you take, the ground starts to get a little bit easier to handle. It's less terrain. It's a bit flatter and the heat starts to die down, starts to become warm, but there's a breeze and then potentially it changes to grass. And then that path it's, that you're walking on isn't as hard. Like the things that used to be hard aren't hard anymore. They're kind of grassy. They're kind of easy. They're green and fresh. And so then you dance around in the grass for a bit and you get comfortable again. And then you think, ooh, this is so nice. This grass is awesome. But you still know there's a beach. You still know there's sand. There's Whitehaven Beach sand. There's glistening, beautiful water. And so you have another call, you, you call to action, you make some more action, you take some more steps, you reverse engineer, you start doing positive things again, you up level again, you get out of your comfort zone and you keep stepping and then suddenly it's the beach. And then suddenly it's that cold, fresh, beautiful salt water rushing through your toes. You can feel that and you go... I am here. I've, I've actually done this. The action I've, I've taken has produced some incredible results. I'm no longer walking on the hot coals, on the, on the rocks and the gravel. I'm in the sand. I've got my feet in the ocean. I've arrived. I'm here. The results are, ho- are happening. This is what we want for everybody. The only way this happens for you is action. And so I want you guys to get busy this week. I want you to take that, you know, 10 to 15 minutes for yourself. And I want you to say, what are some actions I could take this week that would definitely get me closer to that white sandy beach, to getting my feet in the water, to getting that result that I desire? What are some actions I can take right, right now today, right now this week? Get them written down. Feel free to share them with me if you want. But get them written down and get some stakes in the sand. Get some stuff written down now so that you don't need to wake up on New Year's morning with a hangover and a life of regret and then go, New Year, New Me, blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. Do it right now, guys. Do it now. Take the action today. Love you guys. Have a beautiful week ahead. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the Abundance Hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.